Fun Factory.com has partnered with Locker Room Talk and Shots. So when you use my special code, SELS20, you get 20% off your Fun Factory purchase. Just head to us.funfactory.com and use my code, SELS20, at checkout for 20% off sex toys, lube, massage oils, and more. Cheers. <laughs> Do the sex. Hi, this is Annette Benedetti, your hostess for Locker Room Talk and Shots, the podcast that likes to think of itself as the queer NPR of raunchy women's sex talk. You are about to sit in on the kind of conversations women have on their girls' nights out or behind closed doors while enjoying delicious drinks and dishing about sex. Think fun, honest, and feminist as fuck, and always with the goal of fighting the patriarchy, one female orgasm at a time. Welcome to the locker room. <laughs> Ring loop. Today's locker room talk and shots topic is improving sex with food. Taste the orgasm. By the end of this episode, listener, you're going to know what to eat to have better sex. Did you know, for instance, there is a fruit that will get a dick hard? True. I just learned this myself, but you got to stay tuned to find out which one it is. You'll also know which foods to bring into the bedroom, you know, for a little yummy sex play and which ones to leave in the fucking fridge. And uh, to help us with this conversation, because I am no expert, is one of my favorite returning guests, Dr. Deb Leno. Uh, she was with me for the uh, podcast on relationship red flags. <laughs> you definitely want to listen to that one and why we, or some people, cheat. So scroll on back. But today, Deb, Deb Leno is a sex and relationship expert. She is an author, a professor, and a major media contributor. She's also written a book, that's kind of on this topic. Uh, Deb, will you uh, reintroduce yourself to my listeners? Well, thank you for having me back because I love you and I love this podcast. Um, so you pretty much said everything. Deb Leno, uh, sex and relationship therapist, professor, private practice, media contributor, you know, blah, 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 blah. Let's get into the nitty gritty of this topic, because I will tell you, this is one of my favorite topics to talk about. Yeah, we've been talking about doing this for a while. So I'm excited to do it. I'm still drinking coffee and it's noon. That tells you a little bit about me. Deb, what are you drinking with me? Where are you at? I got water, though it could be vodka, but no, it's water. <laughs> Cheers. Let's talk about sex. Cheers to you. All right. Okay. Let's just jump in. Can so, we start with food that improves sex? Yeah. So, you know, this is pretty basic. Um, but we all know about the standard American diet, right? I mean, and if you don't, it's pretty much probably what the majority of people are eating. Okay. Like high fat, bad fat, um, high sugar, carbohydrate foods, right? I mean, you know, we live in that world that, uh, you know, it's fast paced and we want something quick. So, you know, we run to the, uh, through the drive through and, you know, we get that, you know, hunger, uh, fixed, but the more you do that kind of stuff, the more, not only is it going to have an impact on your health, but it will definitely have an impact on your sexual health because the two are linked, even brain health, 
is linked um, to sexual health. So in the years in, in private practice, you know, one that I've, you know, been in, I've always asked people like what their diet looks like. Okay. And among many other questions, and I've noticed just over the years that a lot of people with sexual function issues, you know, are eating just kind of really crappy, you know, crappy diets. And even when we change some of those things, we see an improvement. Okay. So, I mean, obviously sex is driven by so many different things, but you also need a healthy brain and healthy body physiologically. Right. And, and this is actually something that's come up in many of my podcasts that have to do with libido, sex drive, um, being orgasmic. When I have talked to doctors, OBGYNs, uh, generally speaking, sex experts, they talk about how when there's dysfunction, the first thing they ask about is food. So perhaps you could start with which foods are just known for being detrimental to sexual health? And let's start with like libido, sex drive. Which ones are known to sort of damp, put a damper on your sex drive? Yeah, that's a really good question. And the primary one is um, refined sugars. Okay, because of what it does to your blood sugar, what it does to you know, the various hormones that we have, and even what it does to uh, neurochemicals. And, you know, refined sugars are, you know, not only cake, cakes, cupcakes, ice cream, all of that kind of stuff, but it's also breads and, and white rices and, you know, even potatoes to some extent, okay? I mean, potatoes uh, have some health benefits to them too, okay? I mean, I would choose a potato over you know, white rice any day of the week, just because of the, you know, the minerals uh, in the potatoes, but those types of things that the American diet is, is based on. Okay. Like sugar in the morning, you know, sugar in the afternoon, sugar in the evening is going to completely screw up your um, sex drive. And a bagel with cream cheese is all sugar for breakfast. Right. Right. So a lot of people will go to Dunkin' Donuts, right? Bagel with cream cheese and a large coffee, you know, and they put the cream in it, more sugar, you know, and sometimes even sugar and potentially just as worse, if not worse, Splenda or Sweet and Low, right? And then they go to work, they're sitting down, you know, lunchtime comes along, they have, they go out, they have a uh, sandwich with French fries, okay? And then they come home and they have, you know, some pasta, I mean, it's pure sugar, you know, so that is not only going to impact your gut, okay, which also is connected to, you know, sexuality, but it's going to impact every hormone in your body as well as neurochemicals, okay? So we want to stay away from, you know, the the sugars um, as much as possible, okay? Like my recommendation, I stick with the American Heart Association where we're, you know, 20 grams and under. Okay, but just to give you an idea, you know, a small banana is, um, you know, 15 grams. All right. So but there's a caveat there. If you're doing more movement and exercise, you can have a little bit more sugar. If you're just sitting, you know, obviously, you know, you want to be mindful of that. Then we move on to uh, the trans fat type things like the bad fats, all those rancid oils um, that are inflammatory. And I will tell you, 
the popular one, right, is canola oil, right? And people don't realize, you know, canola oil is marketed like this is heart healthy. Um, And obviously your heart is involved in sex um, in multiple different ways. But canola oil is one of the most and one of the most inflammatory oils that exist. So you should be, you know, using olive oil, pure or coconut oil, pure, organic, unrefined. Yeah. And the good news is you can use the coconut oil also as lube. I mean, I I, I don't do that, but. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's the best. And, you know, your skin, your hair. I mean, you know, many people can use it on their face. I mean, I can't use coconut oil on my face for whatever reason it breaks me out. But, you know, for other people, like it does wonders, you know, for their skin. Right. Okay. So, yeah. So we want to stay away from those things. And, you know, I'm obviously big on protein. I think protein is very important. Um, and I think that if you are not vegan, you know, or vegetarian for, you know, specific reasons. Okay. Um, if you, there's some people that need meat. Okay. And if you are going to eat meat, this is the other thing that people don't necessarily think about. Um, you need to make sure that it's grass fed. If it's not grass fed meat, you are getting the hormones and the chemicals and, you know, what they actually do to the meat. Okay. So, you know, and I, you know, it, I was a vegan for a few years, a raw vegan. And, you know, for me, I realized that wasn't good for my health. Okay. Like I needed to, you know, throw some meat in there, um, you know, for the copper and the iron and the amino acids. Okay. So protein is the building block of neurochemicals, right? I mean, if you are not getting enough protein, those amino acids, okay, they're not going to be building, you know, your neurochemicals. And a great, the perfect example outside of red meat um, would be turkey, right? Tryptophan, turkey has a lot of tryptophan in it. Tryptophan uh, gets synthesized into 5-HTP. 5-HTP gets synthesized into, uh, you know, serotonin. Serotonin gets synthesized into melatonin, and on the bottom over here is niacin. So you need to make sure that those amino acids are being um, built up. And what do those do for you? So you you kind of listed out all those things that gets turned into, but could you, in layman's terms, terms yeah. tell me what that that does for a person? So, like so that particular one is mood stabilization. Okay. And, you know, the majority of serotonin is in our guts. Okay. Um, So whatever you're putting into your gut, obviously is going to have an impact on your overall mood. Okay. So we, and, and sleep, right? Because serotonin gets synthesized into melatonin. So, you know, whenever somebody has sleep issues, they are very likely to have, um, you know, serotonin imbalances. And then you can trace things back, okay, to, you know, the amino acid tryptophan. Okay. All right. So we know now that sugar, uh, sugars and the bad fats can really put a damper on not only your health, but definitely your libido, 
Uh, and it sounds like specifically uh, your libido and energy and then sleep, which affects everything else. Yeah. So if we are looking at, if you are struggling to have sexual energy in bed uh, to get turned on, uh, interest, your libido is bombing out, what are some foods that you can start integrating into your diet that are known for helping with specifically um, your libido and your sexual interest and feelings of love, amorous feelings. Mm. Beets, okay? Beets are a wonderful, wonderful food for nitric oxide production. Nitric oxide allows blood to flow, right? In order to get an erection, in order to get uh, vaginal lubrication, you need good blood flow, okay? It's called vasocongestion, when blood flows down into the genitalia. Not only, you know, beets like that, but uh, watermelon is another really, really good one, especially, you know, when it's in season, okay? Like, they call watermelon the natural Viagra because um, of the citrulline, okay? Another amino acid, L-citrulline, that is in you know, watermelon. Okay. In addition to things like, and I'm just going to throw all this stuff out to you and you pick, you know, I guess the ones that are interesting to you, but like wild blueberries. Okay. Like the antioxidants, um, and, uh, something called D manos. Okay. That is incredible for, you know, uh, uh, fixing the cellular lining of, uh, you know, sexual organs, um, omega threes, are imperative. And most people are low on omega-3s. Most people are high in omega-6s from, you know, the rancid oils and that kind of stuff. But, you know, the omega-3s are incredibly important for um, brain health and brain balance, which is going to help bring, you know, uh, sexual balance. It also increases nitric oxide, you know, it lowers anxiety, um, you know, for people. So, you know, those, yep. yep and it. where do those come from? The, the omega threes, what foods? Yep. Good question. Um, fatty fish. Okay. And you have to be careful with fish just because of high mercury content, because then you're going to be dealing with a whole other host of, you know, heavy metal toxicity, which we don't want. A lot of people have always a good idea to do a, a heavy metal detox which you can do with wild blueberries and cilantro, okay? Um, But that aside, so like salmon, you know, at least once a week, okay, is a great one. Um, You know, flaxseed oil is is nice omega-3 if you are vegan. Um, Or you can take a nice uh, fish oil supplement, all right? If you don't like the taste of fish, there is an amazing one called uh, Barleen's, and you can get like lemon swirl and, you know, it does. Are you familiar with garlic? It's so yummy. I love lemon. I love oh. the uh, lemon flavor and their lemon flavor. Like I could just spoon that into my mouth all day long, like candy. Don't do that. Oh my God. But yeah, I love it. Barleen's. Yeah. It tastes like, um, like a little, I put it in the refrigerator. So it's like a cold little, I don't know, treat. It's, it's like a dessert. Really it yeah, tastes, it tastes like lemon meringue pie without the meringue. Oysters are another good one, right? Oysters have a lot of uh, zinc in them, right? And zinc is a precursor to testosterone, all right? So we always want to have 
um, ample zinc in our system. Okay, so um, any foods that have high zinc, even nuts, raw nuts and seeds have zinc in them. Yeah. Yeah. So to point out to people and correct me if I'm wrong, I think what a lot of women specifically, but people of all genders don't understand is testosterone is what fuels our sex drive, right? It's a, it's a big uh, motor engine behind getting horny. And oftentimes uh, libido's dropping has to do with our testosterone dropping, correct? Yes. And testosterone also is responsible on some level for mood. Okay. So um, I know for me, it's always a red flag when males uh, have low sex drive and they have low mood. Okay. Like, you know, I'm at that point, 80% positive. We've got some hormonal imbalances. Now, with that being said, uh, hormones are very volatile and a blood test is the worst way to get an accurate view of hormones. Okay. So they don't really mean anything on a blood test. So the best way, and of course, insurance does not cover this, um, is either, uh, dry urine or saliva. Okay. So when you get one of those, uh, hormonal kits, okay. Um, and you do like urine or dry urine or saliva. And of course you have to have a medical doctor to view them, even though you could probably understand them yourself. Um, you do a test in the morning, mid morning, afternoon, eve, uh, late afternoon and evening. Okay. Because that gives you a much fuller picture of what's going on because hormones change throughout the day. Right. So and a good example is testosterone is higher in the morning. Okay. So if you go If you go to the lab and you get your hormones tested by blood at seven o'clock in the morning, um, your testosterone could very well be in, you know, normal, um, even mid-range normal, but by three o'clock, you've bottomed out. What are foods that support testosterone in people of all genders? So foods high in zinc. Okay. So again, pumpkin seeds are great. Oysters are great. Um, Raw nuts and seeds are, are great. Um, clean grass fed protein. Okay. Whether it's in a shake or whether it is, you know, a piece of, you know, a piece of meat, um, even protein in general. Like I said, if, if you are, you know, vegan, there are protein shakes that are going to support, um, testosterone. Okay. Just because protein in general does. If this podcast has taught you guys anything, hopefully it's that your sexual health is tied to your whole health and your mental health and the whole system goes together. So anything that's good for your sex drive is good for you. Uh, In my unprofessional opinion and your professional (laughs) opinion, correct? Yeah. Well, yeah. But I mean, you know, you're you're into that kind of stuff. So, you know, and you know, I think people know for the most part in general that you know they they need to have a healthy you know internal body you know both uh mind and body to have longevity with sex and vitality with sex and ultimately that's what you know we're we're getting at here are there any last foods that you ingest. We're going to move on in a moment to the bedroom and what we can bring into the bedroom for fun sex play. But before we move on, are there any foods you want to make sure my listeners know about in their quest to be 
like hornier, dirtier folks. Yes. Two in particular. Okay. So, and the second one is, is probably going to be shocking, but the first one is limit alcohol. Okay. Because alcohol is a central nervous system depressant and the more of it will cause erectile function issues. It'll cause lubrication issues. So keep the alcohol to, you know, a drink to absolutely max. Okay. If you want to take the edge off, you know, or whatever. And that is, you know, um, you know, six ounces of wine, 1.5 ounces of hard alcohol. Okay. Because it's not going to give you good, good sex. Okay. Um, in the beginning it might. Okay. But the more you use that, you know, during sex, the more dampened your, um, sexual, uh, or central, central nervous system is going to be. Um, and in the long run, your anxiety is going to end up getting higher. Okay. So then we get more alcohol and then before you know it, you don't want to have sex. Okay. And you're looking for, you know, different things to bring arousal to the situation. The second thing is chocolate. Okay. Like, um, chocolate is probably one of the biggest marketing scams ever for, you know, Valentine's day, right. You know, chocolate is love and, you know, all of that. And, you know, first of all, the milk chocolate is pure sugar. It, it has none of the benefits in it that what's called raw cacao, okay, which is chocolate, um, actually has, which nobody wants to eat raw cacao because it tastes so bitter. Okay. Um, and you know, again, it gets mixed down, you know, with sugar and all of that kind of stuff. And there's plenty of recipes you can do with raw cacao to make it amazing, but chocolate, dark chocolate, let's stick with dark chocolate and raw cacao. They have two chemicals in them. Um, one is, uh, anatomine and the other one is theobromine. Theobromine is the chemical that you know, kills, will kill a dog if they eat chocolate. Um, anatomine is a TH, it binds to THC receptors, just like THC does. Okay. Now, the interesting thing about chocolate is the very few studies that have been done on dark chocolate and women, that women would choose dark chocolate over sex. Okay. Because what theobromine does and what anatomine does is it makes you feel fulfilled. So you never want to give your lover dark chocolate before sex because it's going to lower performance because they're already going to feel satisfied. Oh, shit. (laughs) Uh, I hope you guys are listening to this one. Chocolate, you motherfucker, stealing our lovers and our hard dicks and and wet clits. Yep. Take eat the dark chocolate, you know, after sex, okay? Or if you know you're not going to have sex because there's amazing benefits to dark chocolate, okay? Lots of uh antioxidants, okay? And even those two compounds are very healthy um for you. But it is not an aphrodisiac by any sense of the word. I, I always make this joke. If you want to get your partner um, into bed and have good sex, go to a clean sushi place. Make sure that sushi is grade A, okay? Because you don't want parasites. It's a whole other story. Um, 
So have a little bit of sushi. Okay. Sashimi, maybe like not a lot of rice, um, a little bit of sake. Don't fill yourself up. You've got just, you know, enough to not be hungry. You've got all that zinc in you and you've got a little bit of sake to take the edge off. That resonates with me. I feel like after I've had sushi, I I have a little bit of a buzz going on and just I feel awake, alive, alert, energetic. Um, and I've noticed this repeatedly over the years. I'm like, dang, like sushi treats me well. Uh, yeah. So that actually makes sense. If you are a sushi person, you just got the go ahead. Make your date take you out and promise them sex after. <laughs> yeah. And look, if you're not a sushi person, because not everybody is, um, make at home naked, okay, um, some salmon and have a glass of white wine. Okay. And, you know, do make it in your high heels or, or whatever and, and underwear, males and females, males, males, females, females, whatever. Make it a sexy cooking experience too, you know, cause it's just fun. We'll be right back. My code SELS20 is your key to kicking off the sexiest new year ever had when you use it at funfactory.com. Enjoy 20% off Fun Factory's luxury products, including vibrators, cock rings, lube, and more when you use my code SELS20. Check out the Vim vibrating wand. Yes, the one featured on this podcast thumbnail. Grab the nose vibrating cock ring and experience more simultaneous orgasms in 2024. And don't forget to check out their rabbit style vibes. I'm talking about the lady bye for toe curling blended O's all year long. Just fill your cart and use code SELS20 at checkout and enjoy 20% off when you shop funfactory.com. Cheers. I love it. That's a great idea. All right, guys, now you have a dinner idea before you're going to have sex. Uh, there you go. Is there a reality to aphrodisiacs? Are there actual aphrodisiacs? I guess the sushi would be uh, aphrodisiac, but are there other ad- aphrodisiacs you can list off for us? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, um, you know, it's not a hard science, all right? But, you know, I think that when you look at certain, say, fruits, okay, and vegetables, they resemble body parts, all right? And the ancient thought is that you eat the foods that resemble body parts and it helps those body parts, okay? So for example, um, you know, uh, figs and testicles, okay? Um, Do I think figs are aphrodisiac? Sure, okay? Because again, whether they resemble a testicle or not, they are filled with fiber, Okay, they're filled with, you know, uh, just chemicals and antioxidants that are just good for, you know, the body. Okay, so um, oysters, I think because of their zinc content, all right, so they're going to be um, an aphrodisiac. So avocados, okay, are said to, you know, look like the womb. Okay, so they're supposed to, you know, kind of excite you know, females. And again, you've got that really good fat there. Mm -hmm. Okay. So any, so 
you know, a cheeseburger isn't going to be an aphrodisiac, right? I mean, it's it's all shit. All right. Excuse so, my life. I mean, you do know that right now there's some dude listening to this podcast holding up a watermelon going, yep, that's about right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not, sir. But I like your confidence. Watermelon, watermelon is a gift from the gods. I mean, watermelon is amazing for sex. Okay. And again, is it an aphrodisiac per se? I mean, there's compounds in the watermelon that are going to get blood flow going. You know, the L-citrulline. If if you don't like watermelon, okay, well, you know, you know, maybe we find, you know, something else. Um, maybe take a citrulline supplement or L-arginine supplement. But if you like watermelon, when it is in season, you should be eating watermelon as much as you possibly can. All right. So let's move into the bedroom with food. What are okay. you, you got suggestions for food, uh, sex play or, you know, it doesn't even have to be in the bedroom yet. Like from cooking to in the bedroom, what are we uh, adding for our sexy night? So probably my favorite thing to add into the bedroom is warm honey. Okay. Now some people don't like honey. That's fine. There's other things. But warm honey, because, and not like overly heated, don't boil it, but, you know, warm it up. Um, you can pour it on each other, okay? Whenever it comes to sugar, they say keep it above the waist, okay? I, to some extent, agree with that, but I think there's variations. Um, but, you know, you can suck honey off nipples, right? You can suck honey out of belly buttons, right? I mean, um I personally think that a little bit of honey on a penis is a wonderful way to give a blowjob because honey makes you salivate, salivate, and don't get it in the urethral opening. Okay. Just put a little bit, you know, on the shaft of the penis, um, you know, and, you know, start kind of sucking away. Okay. You don't want to do that in a woman because of yeast and, you know, that kind of stuff. But you can use definitely a little bit on a penis. All right. So warm honey is incredibly important. I like some of the basics like strawberries. You know, I, I think kissing with strawberries can be, you know, very erotic. I think that even putting a strawberry um, in a little bit of vaginal fluid and then, you know, kind of eating it while looking at your partner's eyes can be very erotic. Um, don't put the strawberry in the vagina. Okay. Again, because of, you know, sugars, but on the outside of it, you know, you can certainly, you know, tease with a strawberry and then get really erotic and, and, um, eat it. I also like to bring ice, you know, into, um, the bedroom and, and recommend it often, um, because you can do anything you want with ice. Okay. That can go anywhere on the body. It's water for God's sakes. Okay. And again, it gives different sensations, right? Um, and some people don't like the, the cold sensation. Okay. And some people do, um, but it's a real nice sort of, I don't know, erotic change. You know, I, I think, uh, you know, a little bit of whipped cream can be fun, you know, too, um, maybe on the nipples or, you know, something like that. Um, I like to, I like food 
in the bedroom, in the bedroom, quote unquote, right? I think it's a, uh, I think it can be very just erotic, okay? Using your hands and feeding each other and, you know, licking and sucking and, and chewing in, you know, hopefully you're not chewing with a crap ton of food in your mouth. None of that's erotic, but you know, you know what I mean. And for your listeners, never, ever put a whole bunch of any of this stuff in your mouth and think you're going to be erotic. It's nibbling, okay? The nibbling is the part that's erotic. And feeding each other um, is is erotic and it's it's caring and it's sensual, you know? So there's a lot of fun things with regards to um, bringing food in the bedroom. I love that. Yeah, I hadn't thought about the strawberries and the vagina and stuff like that. That's yes, but something to remind listeners of is don't go shoving a bunch of things up a vagina that you cannot get out or, you know, really just don't shove things up the vagina (laughs) because sometimes they get lost up there. We've mentioned in previous podcasts. uh, Yeah. And you'll be able to get it out because, you know, it's not going to go up into your brain, right? The body doesn't, you know, work like that, but you know, it's still like knowing that you have a strawberry in there somewhere and hopefully you remember to get it out um, because there have been plenty of times, I'm sure, that uh, ER doctors have taken taken very interesting things out of anuses and vaginas for that matter. Yes, I think we've talked a little bit in past episodes. Someone mentioned broccoli one time. I was like, broccoli? That's when the discussion of food and the sex, like broccoli in the bedroom, that's just not like my first thought. No, it can, you know, if you have a sensitive stomach, it'll, uh, you know, you can be gassy. You know, you want to stay away from foods that are going to make you gassy. If you know, if strawberries make you a little gassy, then, you know, you can do mangoes or cherries. Okay. They're all, you know, really, really good. And I'll tell you another one that I think can be kind of sexy too, is adding a little bit of heat. So if you uh, put a little cayenne pepper on mangoes, okay. And, you know, eat that, um, you know, uh, sometimes when you eat the myth is, okay, we don't know if it's if it's true or not. The rumor is, I should say, is that if you eat some spicy foods, that it's going to increase your libido as well. I would always choose cayenne pepper over everything because cayenne is medicinal in so many ways. Cayenne actually makes your blood flow, all right? It burns fat. I mean, you know, cayenne is is medicine. Um, and it's a, it's a wonderful spice too. And do you have any foods outside of fruits that you think make a sexy addition to the bedroom and sex play? To the bedroom? Um, no, because fruit is light. Um, it's sexy. You know, I don't want to see people bring in pizza into the bedroom, you know, like that. I mean, all this like heavy stuff. And I'm sure there are. Okay. But just whatever it is, make sure that it's clean and light. That is the goal. Okay. And not hard to eat for that matter. Okay. You don't want to be bringing like, um, I don't know, walnuts in their shell into the bedroom where you're like, 
you have to crack those bitches, you know, to even get the walnut out of it. Right. I mean, you don't want hard to eat food. You don't want heavy food. You know, you want light and easy um, food that just in case you have a little bit of a stomach pang of, you know, hunger, it can be lightly settled and it will give you energy because, you know, food is actually supposed to give you energy. If you eat a meal and you feel fatigued afterwards, you ate the wrong thing for your body. Okay. And your body is telling you, I did not like that. Right. Okay. Yeah. Food is meant to give you energy, not to make you go to sleep. We'll be right back. Start the new year off with a bang. My code explores 15 gets you 15% off womanizer.com's famous pleasure air tech sex toys. You know, the clit satisfying sucking sensation that guarantees explosive orgasms. Just go to womanizer.com and check out my personal favorite, the Womanizer Duo 2. Get ready for blended orgasms or the premium two. Womanizer.com has something for you, whether you are seeking clitastic satisfaction, blended orgasms, or explosive G-spot experiences. Just shop womanizer.com and use my code EXPLORES15 at checkout for 15% off. That's 15% off all womanizer.com products with my code EXPLORES15 at checkout. Cheers. Right. And, and if you eat too much, your stomach also then starts digesting all of that and all your blood goes to your stomach and that's not where you want your blood. I would also say stay away, you know, because as I'm sitting thinking, somebody out there right now is thinking about charcuterie boards. I know they are. Um, you do not want to bring, because it's finger foods, right? You do not want to bring dairy into this mix. Okay. Number one, because of the sugar and the lactose. Number two, dairy is, is inflammatory. Um, some people can get gas with dairy and it's just going to slow down, you know, slow you down a bit. Lesbians, listen, lesbians love their charcuterie boards and no one can whip together a charcuterie like a lesbian can. I have had my heart won over by a lesbian who put together the, um, most amazing charcuterie ever. So lesbians, listen up. What about olives? What about olives? Oh, that's absolutely, absolutely. I can't believe I freaking forgot that one. Um, olives are amazing. You can certainly bring olives into the bedroom. Look at me, olives for the win. Right. Yeah. I mean, think, I mean, you know, it's a really good fat, you know, it's a, it's a sexy, you know, food. It's very Mediterranean. Okay. Some people don't like olives. That's fine. I wouldn't even be, I, I'm okay also with like, like an olive tapenade on like a, a nice like seed cracker. Okay. Like, you know, and, and you can play around with some of, you know, that kind of, of stuff too, because it's light, it's, you know, healthy and it's not going to have a negative impact on, um, you know, sex and, and sexuality. I, this conversation just made me think of, do you remember the trend of uh, sushi being served on naked women? Do you, do you remember uh -huh. that trend? Yeah. I just want you to comment on it. 
Yeah, I never thought it was a good idea. I mean, you know, there's there's too many links to uh, women and fish, which is completely not true. Unless a woman has a bacteria infection, okay, then it can be a little, you know, her vagina can be a little fishy. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, me personally, I didn't find much sexy about it. Um, I thought it was so weird, the idea, especially yeah. because sushi is supposed to stay cold and it's on this body, like a warm body. I, but it was very popular. But it's kind of interesting now yeah. that you talk about um, the aphrodisiac effects of having sushi before sex. It's like, oh, well, I guess they could go together. It just grosses me out. The idea of fish on a warm body doesn't seem sexy but i choose warm honey like a warm raw honey with sex because honey is actually antimicrobial it's antifungal it's antibacterial okay matter of fact if you have like a infection you can use manuka honey and it's it's better than you know a lot of antibiotics I didn't you know, know. so there's properties in some of the things that we've talked about that are that I've carefully sort of curated and, you know, picked over, you know, over the years for their benefits and their, you know, their powerful, um, you know, components to them. Sure. So let's wrap this up with the takeaways for my listeners. <clears throat> what really quickly, just round up your top picks for what to stock their refrigerator pantries with to be ready at any moment for sexy food play with their partner. Okay, watermelon, wild blueberries, not regular ones, wild blueberries, they're, they're small, they're tiny. Um, an omega-3 supplement, uh, a nice French wine, I would throw that in there, a raw, local honey, pumpkin seeds. Okay. So you have zinc, throw a zinc supplement, you know, in your pantry, make sure you have that. Um, stop buying highly processed foods. If you are that are laden with sugar, make sure you have a tub of organic coconut oil because another gift from the gods in your pantry. I love it. And then can so the name of your book is Sex in the Kitchen, not your mother's recipe book. Um, and I am going to put a link to that. Do you want to just really quickly? Uh, I don't even know. Tell tell me and the listeners what's in that. Yeah, so that book was written when I was a raw vegan. Um, so the majority of the recipes in that book, it's a recipe book. Um, are raw vegan desserts. Okay. So it's desserts and cocktails. Okay. So that's it. You know, and I, I, I started getting into, and I still do most of my desserts raw vegan because they're just utilizing like superfoods, right? Like you can make a uh, chocolate pudding out of raw cacao, dates, and avocado and mix it all in a blender. Have you ever had that? No. Raw vegan. Oh my God. It is to die for. It is so rich. You could literally eat it for breakfast or lunch or dinner because it's all superfood because raw cacao is, you know, a superfood. Um, and it's, you know, thick, like pudding. It's this simple. You use 12 dates, 
a teaspoon or two of raw cacao and two of ripe avocados. Okay. Blend it all up, put it in the refrigerator for, um, you know, a couple hours. Okay. And you will have an amazing food, not for sex per se, because of the raw cacao. Um, and you know, so all those types of, of desserts, um, that were just really built for health and that you could eat and not feel guilty about. And then the alcohol, the cocktails in that book are um, really sort of unique. And, you know, there's nothing worse than going to get like a margarita and it's laden with this fake margarita mix. Okay. Like they suck. If you like them, you've never had a real margarita. Okay. So um, I made this one uh, margarita and it was uh, called a cellarita. I know it sounds crazy. Um, it sounds gross, but it is, it's awesome. So it's uh, celery, white grapes, tequila, um, and you rim the uh, top with sugar. And it's, uh, it's just, it's an awesome cocktail. And there's another one in there called Beat You Up. And it's uh, beet juice and uh, white grapes. And you can use vodka or tequila. And I made these because like, I, I didn't, number one, I don't want to feel guilty if I'm drinking alcohol. Okay. Like this is doing my body so bad. I also cannot wake up with a hangover. I cannot, I have to be on point, you know, for the most part every day. So I wanted fresh ingredients. Okay. And I also like to have energy when I'm drinking. I like to have a buzz, but I like to have energy. And, you know, the, the classic drink that will do that for you is like the Red Bull and vodka, mm. but it's freaking horrendous for you. So if you do like the beet juice, right, you're getting all that nitric oxide um, and B vitamins and iron and all of that. And, you know, a bit of vodka and you throw some white grapes in there for, for sweetness. I mean, you're getting a buzz and, you know, you're getting, you know, your, your head stays clear and, you know, it's just, it's a good drink. It doesn't sound like it, but it is a good drink. Well, I'm going to leave the link uh, in the notes of this podcast for my listeners, and I feel you 100%. I'm sure we all are familiar with wanting to have a drink while being sexy uh, and uh, being concerned about, oh, am I going to get too drunk? Am I going to be hung over? Is there too much sugar in this? I think most of us by now know that the sugar, and I love sweet cocktails. I love cocktails, but I also know that the sugar in a lot of them makes me feel like shit. If it doesn't in the moment, which after two or three drinks, I will start to feel the sugar like worse than the alcohol, it will uh, the next day. So this makes complete sense to me. And to be able to have a sexy cocktail and know that what you're, have it not only taste sweet and good and know that what you know, is wrapped around that alcohol and, and and entering your body is going to be healthy and good for you is I think will also make you clear your mind a little better for what's at hand, which is sex. So yeah, yeah. And just on a side note too, like with wines, um, I stay away from all California wines um because of the high glyphosate in them. Um I stick with only French wines. Um I'll do a little you know, kind of shout out here. There's a company that I use. It's called Dry Farm Wines. 
and they are all touted by like the paleo people and uh, they have no sugar and they are um, super clean. They've all been tested for pesticides, glyphosate, you know, numerous others. And when you're drinking them, they are very clean. A lot of them come from France. Um, I like a, a good French wine, but some of them come from other places. But if you're, if you want like cases of wine to order online, knowing hundred percent that they're going to be clean, dry farm wines is absolutely amazing. Um, and you know, you're getting, like I said, clean wine. If you don't, when you go to the liquor store, you know, choose a, a wine from France because they do not use the glyphosate and, and the pesticides that we use here in America. Well, I feel like you've given us some great information and applicable tips that we can start using in our life and sex life and specifically uh, starting today. So thank you so much for that. Can you tell my listeners where to find you? Yes. Um, so yoursexdoc.com, just my website is the best place. And, uh, you know, all contact information is on there. So, yep, have at it. Thank you so much for coming back and attacking this topic with me. I have learned a lot from it and will be having a lot of watermelon. I usually don't eat watermelon. I don't know why, but I'll tell you what. Also, all my people out there better get ready because I'm going to be feeding you water. You you are going to be at the sushi bar tonight and dessert is going to be watermelon. My partner and I will be eating sushi and watermelon from here on out all the time. <laughs> I love it. A lot of sex, girl. <laughs> yep. That's uh, the goal. Uh, hey, guys, you know where to find uh, me. I'm on Instagram and Facebook. She explores life and locker room talk and shots. You can find me on TikTok at locker room talk podcast. I just started threading. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And it's pretty sad. So if you want to go over there and cheer me on or talk to me there, that would be rad. Uh, and I'm there as being Benedetti. That's also my personal Instagram. You are invited to join me. Uh, so scroll down, check out the recipe book and um, enjoy dining for sex. So thank you again, Deb, for joining me. Thank you for having me. And until next time, listeners, I will see you in the locker room. Cheers. <laughs> Ring loop. Bring sexy back in 2024 with hot lingerie, sensual body products, and adventurous sex toys from lovehoney.com, all at a 15% discount with code EXPLORES15. Embrace your inner bombshell with their gorgeous bra and panty sets, baby dolls, and corsets. Then explore your desires with their line of toys that range from vanilla is my flavor to tie me up and call me good girl daddy. And don't forget to treat yourself to a massage candle or essential body oil, all for 15% off with code EXPLORES15 when you shop lovehoney.com. That's right, 15% off on lingerie, sex toys, and more when you shop lovehoney.com and use code EXPLORES15 at checkout. Cheers.